Welcome to the Vici Mundum Show, a ministry of Our Lady Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia. What do you think about those um, those automated prompts? You know, when you have to get some business done with, uh, I don't know, a company of some sort, and you get the automated prompts, <laughs> and you have to hit one for this and five for that, and... No, the, what's better is when what's better is when I call my my uh, my specialty pharmacy and uh, they ask me my date of birth and so I give them to February tenth, nineteen seventy eight. Did you say February tenth, nineteen seventeen? It's like well, no, I did not say nineteen seventeen. Yeah. I'm, I'm only asking years old. Father Nick about this because I heard him repeating his birth date in the other room like three times, yeah. and each time it was. Two thirteen nineteen seventy eight. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Those, those, those things are frustrating. It's just like I remember there used to be a day when I mean a time when I when I would call up the company and somebody would yeah. answer. Yeah, they'd answer. But no, not anymore. Now you have to hit buttons, or or now they've gotten smart and they mm-hmm. they can voice recognize, but they don't voice recognize that well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was telling Johanna I had got I had been asked to go into a chat online instead of being on the phone and when i went to do it i actually got a message that said the chat room is full please wait wow <laughs> and the this chat thing rooms started are full. spinning around chat rooms wow. are yes. there still chat rooms yeah like I mean, like, like help online like help, help, help chat on support chat support oh that yeah. thing oh was, wow was full well i didn't know what you meant by chat rooms it was full i thought are you kidding me why are we getting uh so disconnected from people I don't know. Technology. Technology disconnects us. I think that's what it is. Like, I think technology is a tool, but I think it should just be a tool, not our, our be-all, end-all. Like, we're using it more, as, more than just as a tool. We use it as like our, our – it's like our cru- crutch. Or it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. it's overtaking everything. It is, and it's taking jobs too. Yeah, it's taking jobs. And I'm all about efficiency. Like, I, I, I think things can be efficient, but – um, you know, it's it, there's something about human interaction that is that's human, you know, and yeah. we become dehumanized when we when it goes through the the mediation of of technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, welcome back to another episode of the Vici Mindem <laughs> Show. <laughs> uh, around the table, we have got Father Nick Redman. Hello, um, Austin. He's uh, leaning against my soundproofing, so really. that's a nice addition. I like that. It's a nice blue. It's a nice blue Marian blue color. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You like the black diagonal? Don, uh, did you notice that? No, I didn't notice that. I don't. I don't like that. That's for the priests who come in. Oh, oh okay. Then yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course Tina is here, mm-hmm. um, and I'm Austin Fahrenholt, uh, and we are launching into another discussion today. Yeah. Yep. On what does it mean to be human? I mean, seriously, I think that's a good topic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Holy Spirit always guides us in our topics. And, I mean, what it is to be human. I mean, I th- how I think about it, what, what it, you always got to look at what or what is a human and then what are we comparing ourselves to. Exactly. Human in comparison to animals, all right? Mm-hmm. Or human in comparison to angels human in comparison to god so how do we kind of differentiate ourselves from from all of those you know different entities right and i think as weird as it might sound sometimes people don't know their identity as a human and so all of their reality is sort of 
twist it up with that. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you lose your humanity in your own mind, then then uh, everything else gets messed up. You're because we interact with each other as humans, and so mm-hmm. if you lose your identity as a human, how you interact with others will be thereby um, corrupted. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you interact with with God will be corrupted mm-hmm. because you've lost your humanity. And so, but but what? First of all, what is what is it to be human? Yeah, what would you think, there, Austin? What comes to your mind well, when you hear that? Uh, I, I know that we have particular faculties, right? That uh, that an animal doesn't have. Like we mm-hmm. have a will, we can think, we can remember. Um, so uh, I know that those are some of the essential elements, I guess you could say, of what what makes us human. I mean, the very first thing that if we go back to Genesis is uh, male and female. Well, God says, let us make man in our image. So there's there's one key yeah. kind of to what is humanity. Um, mm-hmm. Let us make him in our image, male and female, we made them. Mm-hmm. Um Something along those lines. Yeah. So, so there's the image of God. Uh, that that's an aspect that makes us human. It's a part of our human identity. Um, but then there are the faculties, right? And I'm not as clear on these, Father. But I know it's like will, reason. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think two? human reason is. I think reason to me is the big one. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go back to the image and likeness. That's yeah. where we get our dignity as humans. We are made in the image and likeness of God, whereas the animals are not. All right, so um, you know, I think I think that's important. But yeah, uh, human reason reason is kind of what uh, what kind of the big one. And you know, I, I can't. You know, I have to go back to my textbooks. I learned some of this in in philosophy class and theology class about. What are the faculties and all that? But, I mean, if you just use your brain, which is what we as humans Uh, can do, uh, we can say, you know, it seems like reason seems to be the big thing that kind of separates us from the animals. We do things with a reason. Now, related to reason are, yeah, like there's a will. But, I mean, animals have a certain amount of will, like Mm. Like an animal, there is a certain amount of will. Now, would it be would it be fair to say that that we can reflect on ourselves and yeah, on our lives, and maybe the animals uh, can't reflect on themselves, their life, or? Yeah, I mean, I would say so. I mean, uh, an animal, uh, as far as I know, does not have that ability to, re- to self reflection. I think self reflection is um, part of. Part of what I would call reason, I, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. the ability. Do you think that be, it, when people, you know, we're made in the image and likeness of God? So when, when we as a people are not acting in that, uh, acting like uh, that image of God, do you think that that somehow is where we can get flipped upside down and not understand our dignity? I mean, because it just seems like the dignity of the human person is always. Uh, being lost or forgotten, uh, or something that people just don't understand or know or even take um, as truth for themselves, and I wonder what causes that. Yeah, I mean, if so, if somebody essentially like you lose your identity when you lose touch with the fact that you're made in the image and mm-hmm. likeness of God. Yeah, uh, a lot of times people act like animals. 
impulsive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, all animal. We are animals. I mean, but we are animals of a of a you know uh, what's it? We higher. are of a high. Yeah, higher, we're, a higher we have calling. we're animals <laughs> who have a, a reason. We are right. with re, with with something special, right. and that something special is what's unique about being human. It's that that ability to reason. Yeah, and so when we act without reason, mm-hmm. we're acting animalistically, mm-hmm. and that is that is beneath our dignity. Right. Uh, and so I think when we when we uh, a lot of crime is is done just very impulsive, uh-huh, a lot of uh-huh. impulsive crime. That that's a uh, that's an acting like animals, and we don't want to you know we don't want to act like animals. I was meeting with a friend uh, just the other day, and and we got on the topic of addiction, and he was telling me how um, what one of the things that the brain does. Um, I can't verify this being not being a psychologist or neuroscientist or anything, but he says one of the parts of the brain that is uh, in charge of impulses, impulsiveness, impulsivity. when s- impulsivity. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Uh, that when when someone is addicted mm-hmm. to something, say like a drug, that their frontal cortex, which is in charge of reasoning, it's like the executive of the brain, that it's not firing nearly as much. But that part that's very active in an animal that's like impulse must have this okay. must have that starts mm. firing a yeah. lot mm-hmm. yeah i'm not surprised yeah, yeah. i'm not, i mean it's so when you become an addict when you become addicted to something you are now a slave yes all right yes. and a slave is a, a, another one of these things that is beneath dignity human right, dignity right. so you become a slave to that whatever the thing is whether it's drugs or pornography or or just just you know abusive language there's yeah, lots of yeah, things yeah, yeah. yeah it can be at a it can be at a chemical level it could be a psychological level but whatever it is that mm-hmm. that addiction it is it's you become a slave to something and you're no longer quite in control and so that is you you lose the ability your reason loses right. its ability to take charge cuz you know you, when we have reason we oh that's harmful behavior we use our reason to decide right. that's not a good idea but when we become a slave to something a vice or something bad you know a sin or whatever it is um the reason doesn't have much right. say anymore. Right. And right. so we lose a bit of our humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it can be sinful, in which case it leads us to – I think it always is in some way or another can be sinful. I think most addictions are sinful, if not for any other reason that we, are, we now are not no longer it's fully – Yeah, we, yeah, we are, we're not in control and, uh, of our own faculties. We need to – you know. To be able to follow God in order to follow Christ, we have to freely choose him. Part of being human is being free. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're enslaved, we're, we're no longer free. Can, can you talk a little bit about what it looks like to use our reason? I think sometimes we, we do live in a culture um, that seems to be very impulsive, particularly with the ease of access. There's kind of instant gratification with a lot of things. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they now have these, but Amazon will send you a button. This is probably old news, but I'm out of touch. And it's uh, new to me. Yeah. Like it, it's an actual button you can put 
like Whoa. by your uh, toilet paper roll. Wow. It connects in with your wireless. When you're out of toilet paper, you press the button. The next day, toilet paper shows Stop up. Stop it right now. Yeah, they've got all sorts of interesting this things like that. So I've heard some crazy stories of little kids going in and smashing the button a whole bunch of times. And <laughs> <I> <laughs> mountains of toilet paper I, I, I rolls. I never knew that. And it's but. deserved. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. Well, they've got like Amazon Echo, you know, that you can just say out loud in your room at any time. Yeah, I've seen these commercials so I don't understand. Me. So all that to say, you know, we kind of live in a very yeah. impulsive yeah, 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 yeah. culture. And disconnected. Absolutely. At a human level, we're disconnected. And I think that's a, that is a good point. Um, any uh, Isolation is what I think of. Mm-hmm. When one is disconnected, now you're in isolation and nothing good happens in isolation. Yeah. And, and if you think about it, so if, if we're made in God's image and likeness, Part of being human is being connected because God mm. is the Trinity yeah. in eternal self-giving to, to the other, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. There's this uh, eternal, complete, total giving of, of one person of the Trinity to the other, to the other. And so it's like a there's that connected. That's part of our image. Yeah. Part of our and image. That's part of the church's image, too. That's as a right. body of Christ, we are all connected. And so we have to, in, to, we have to maintain our connectedness at a real level, not a virtual level, right. hmm. a real level, so that we can truly be human. I mean, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Think, I think that's part of our humanity as well, connectedness. And that's one of the things that I love about um, the Catholic faith in the sacramental life, is that you cannot receive the sacraments virtually. That's true. It yeah. has to be. Yeah, if, if somebody calls me up and says, "Hey, Father, can you hear my confession?" Yeah, you come on in. Uh, well, uh, you know, I'm I'm not here. No, no, this has never happened. But uh, like, I, I'm imagining yeah. a scenario. Like, I can't do hear somebody's confession over the phone and give them absolution. Right. There has to be a connectedness in part of the matter of of every sacrament. Is this? There's a physical. Uh, connectedness that's mm-hmm. required, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's the pouring of water over a child's or anybody's head uh-huh. in baptism. There's, there's that, but there has to be a physical uh, element to it, and it can't be virtual. A virtual pouring of water, you know, I can't, you know, that, that doesn't count. It's, yeah. it's not, it's not real. Right, and what, what it, it seems sort of mind-boggling to me is that being a human being, you would think that our natural. Um, instinct or our natural capacity would be for the other and mm-hmm. uh, to live in a world where uh, that is becoming more virtual um, more disconnected um, uh, you would think that that would really uh, sort of uh, even disconnect ourselves within ourselves you know oh yeah yeah I think so I think we can become almost like uh, yeah, yeah, like a we we are so we lose touch with our own humanity, with our own selves, because yeah. we get you know. So I, I think a nice example of this would be you know when kids or anybody is playing video games, yeah, and they they get so sucked into the video game, they're mm-hmm. living in a fantasy yeah, world, yeah. even when the video game's Absolutely. off, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and you see that where where kids will say things that are like. They're not what they're normally saying. And then, I mean, of course, you always have the extreme examples of, of violence. Yes, you know, yeah, that, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think in a small way, I think of like if when you take a trip and you're driving for long periods of time, mm-hmm. if you're driving, let's say, 10 hours that day, uh, when I've gone to bed doing that, I see that, that white line in my <laughs> oh, yeah. head. You know, yeah. it's hard to disconnect oh, from yeah. that. And so you think of just that one day of driving for so long 
sort of gets in your head. Uh, what hours and days on end and months on end of video games does to the mind. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, a funny story about that. My uh, One of my college roommates and I, our, our senior year, we had light class loads, and uh, we just enjoyed playing video games and so we played and then we'd be like all right we've been playing for a while we need to go uh go to a bar or something and just be around people <laughs> yeah and so we would go and uh and have a drink and then next thing you know we're talking about the video game <laughs> one of us would be like what are we doing yeah <laughs> we're around other human beings we've got to stop right now or walk yeah. away from each other or something yeah, yeah. Um, but you know and i i wasn't like i was catholic involved with the faith but wasn't uh very prayerful person at that time, but even then, recognizing like right, right. something is, isn't right. right well, here. it's right, it's right, written right, in your heart. Right. Even yeah. the little kid right. who plays video games is an is an addicted. He wants to play no matter what, but even he knows that there's something not quite right about right. it. Right. And you know, it's the same thing with our cell phones. You know, our cell phones. We, we so many of us are addicted to cell phones as well, and it's the same idea. You know, we know it's not right, but we can't put it down. Right. And uh, that's that. Again, we lose our humanity. And there's something interesting there because then we we use uh, backwards reasoning. So instead of using mm-hmm. our re- using our reason mm-hmm. to decide whether or not we should pick up the phone and look at it. We then use our reason. We're already addicted, so we pick up the phone, look at it. We start using our reason to mm-hmm. justify why it is that, that I have we're to using pick the it phone. up. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yes, I mean, right. that's when we stop no, you're right. becoming human you're right. because you're right. we're led by our impulses, right. and our reason you're is right. just used to justify you're all right. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so now, something else I want to talk about is about being human uh, in, in relation to the angels. Okay, yeah. so we are not angels. As great as angels are, we are not angels. Right. Um, we are... But my kids are. <laughs> but your They're kids so are. Oh, I'm sorry. Angel. Yes, yes. <laughs> Charlie, he is an angel. Charlie's <laughs> angel. We're not sure what, which side yet, but we're working on him. Oh, no. <laughs> Just so, joking. I love you, Charlie. So, uh, so uh, angels are incorporeal. They have no body. They are pure spirit. But we have spirit and matter. We have a body and a soul, and so there's this this uh, there's this duality to our nature, which is different from from the angels. And this is why it's so important that the sacraments have that dual nature. They're both spiritual oh, realities uh-huh. and material realities. Mm. This is why when we sin, it has this effect yeah. at the spiritual level. And at the physical level, mm-hmm. when we sin, like we do something bad, it hurts our soul, but it also hurts our body, yeah. and thereby hurts the body of Christ. Right. And therefore, the remedy right. to that right. is a sacrament that uses both right. physical, like putting it into words that can be heard, that can be understood, yeah. that's at a, the material level, but then also the interior contrition. So you need both. If when, a lot of people try to just spiritualize their confession. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and I just confess to God. It's just me and God. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, th- th- that's better than nothing, I guess. Yes. But right, it's right. it's not taking into account the fact that we are physical beings. And so, therefore, when we confess and we express that contrition, we need to do so because we're humans yeah. and not angels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. need to do it in a 
physical way where we put it into mm-hmm. our vo- vocal cords are vibrating and our the eardrums mm-hmm. of the priests are vibrating and they hear and then it gets transferred into our mind. But it's at a it's a physical thing. Whether it's confession as a sacrament, mm-hmm. but all the sacraments have that dual nature with both a spiritual reality mm-hmm. and a material reality, the form and the matter of of every of every sacrament. So that and that I think that differentiates us from angels. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if you've ever thought about it that yeah, way. No, that's yeah, that's beautiful. Well, and I've heard, um, I help out with the diocese with uh, marriage preparation mm-hmm. courses. And of course, uh, marriage is a sacrament. Yep. And um, they actually talk about it as one of the the presenters on the video talks about marriage as the remedy for concupiscence, um, which is a really, I mean, I, I can't break that open because I don't understand it completely, but... Uh, <laughs> Well, I don't even know completely. Well, I that think sounds you too can much. explain it better than I but, can, Austin. But, <laughs> you're married. <laughs> but but what do you think that means? <laughs> uh, maybe what I'll do delete this whole part. No. Uh, but I think just kind of to, to build off of what you're saying, Father Nick, that, yes, yes. that leaning into that marriage of uh, that sacrament of marriage is very similar in that sense that that. Bodily and spiritual. Yes, mm-hmm. that we yeah. can say, I well, I love my wife. I don't ever have to tell her she knows it. You know, mm-hmm. like we just we just know everything's fine. Well, you know, you actually have to express that in words. Like you have to express it in the language of the body and, yeah. and you being act- open to life. Yeah. You actually like, have yes. to yes. touch your wife. Yes. You, know, you know, sometimes I give, yeah. I give that advice to a married couple. I said, you all need to touch each other. Yeah. Like yeah. physically like touch yeah. each other. You know, I yeah. don't get any detail here, and I don't get any detail with them either. But, but like you know, there has yeah. to be there is physical a physical contact, physical contact yeah. you know. Correct. And I think you know, the, certain cultures are not very good at that. Yeah. Mm. And uh, you know, or or just certain personalities are not very you know. And you know, I'm not saying go around hugging everybody right, or anything, right. but and it definitely you know don't want to be doing it all and you know in public or in church and all that. Yeah. But there there does need to be a, a physical mm-hmm. intimacy. Mm-hmm. In addition to the the spiritual intimacy, and so praying together, yes. and yeah. you know, letting each other know that you, you love each other in a in a in a spiritual way, you have yeah. to share that spirituality yeah. together. Yeah. But then, are you also part of it? Is that it's a total self giving of the total? It's the total self. So your spirits, your soul, it's a giving of the soul. Mm-hmm. It's also gives, giving of the body. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So that there you go. I mean, I mean, that, then again, that's what makes us human, right? And not angels, yeah. for example. So, so is yeah. it similar to uh, like like in marriage with the with the other sacrament? Kind of keeping that same thread going with holy orders. Um, is there kind of a similarity that if you, like if you were not to be performing the sacraments, that would be very problematic? That would yeah, kind of- yeah. I mean, there are there are probably some priests who. Um, now, now there are certain there there are charisms within the priesthood. You'll find some religious orders that are very much a, lean much more towards the spiritual, and they are the prayer engines. You know, they pray, pray, pray. They're very much a spiritual, and that, that's great. But even they have to work. You know, there's ora et labora, right. so they pray and they work. Um, and so there is still in their in their vocation. Part of their vocation is still. This need to pray, or in other cases, to beg, you know, but it's at, at a physical level. And then others are, are more on the order of, you know, working and, and doing physical things. But, you know, I think most priests know that there's, there needs to be a balance because priests are human. And so we, we have to pray and pray and pray. 
but we also have to do things physical. So I can't just be like, oh, I'm going to I'm just going to kneel before the tabernacle, um, you know, and forget I'm get, yeah, I'm getting a call to go. Well, isn't that part of our humanity, though, working her to? Yes, to I was going to ask that. Some like, sort in that in that all a part of yeah, labora. Yeah, that's, yeah, and yeah. that's of course that's in Genesis. And yeah, yeah now I don't want to say I, I said. I mean, the men have to work. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no but I, we've I never seen you do any of that, Tina. I want to. I want to make sure I'm clear. I said, you know, kneeling before the tabernacle is absolutely necessary yes. for a no, priest. No, I, I don't want to. I don't want to say that. You don't do that, but if you, right. you you do, you there are times for that, and there's time when right. you need to right. go to the hospital and do the the ministry right. that you have to do over there. You have to go to the nursing home. You have to go wherever. So it, it, you need to have both. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, I mean, um, there's something very human about work, and, and again, mm. yeah, we see it in Genesis. Yeah. And I think work became laborious or, or you know uh-huh. difficult uh-huh. as a result of the fall. Right. Right. Um, but I don't think, you know, and so we work, um, you know, we, we work, we, we don't live to work or wait, what is it? Yeah, we, we work we to live. We work or... in order to, to be able to live or I, I, maybe I got that backwards, but no, I think you got it right. Is that yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, we, living is our, is what we're meant for and work should support that, you know, mm-hmm. work should support our living. Uh, but a lot of people kind of get that backwards, and and they live to work, and so the work becomes the, uh, you know, the end all, the be yeah, all, yeah, it becomes yeah, the their God, important. really. Yeah. Well, and it, if you think about Christ, Christ is our life, and so if we're living to if we're living to work, that means we're putting Christ in subservience to mm-hmm. the work. Right, mm-hmm. right, yeah. right, right. You know, I, I was thinking just talking about work again too, and, and our human identity that. Um, there's a special element going back to contrasting us to the animals that mm-hmm. animals do work. There's a lot of animals that work like the bees. Holy oh, smokes. They it. work like crazy. <laughs> but what's um, spiders, you know, making webs and everything. The beavers. Gosh, what other animals do we know that work? Oh, those are the only ones. <laughs> I have sure. a dog named George and George is not. He work. does not yeah, work. I, I have he a plays. Dogs and it's exhausting for them just to lay down. Your chickens definitely aren't doing anything. <laughs> No, they're laying eggs. They're working. Oh, no. yeah, hey, come on, work. now they're working. They're hens. They're All working. Right, fine, they're working. Fine. But <laughs> the point that I'm driving at here <laughs> is that um, that man also works, uh, but there's a creativity that we can have in our work that the animals don't have. That we can we don't just plant mm, a curious. garden mm-hmm. um, and say, "Great, now I've got apples." Like now, now that's sufficient, and I will survive. We say, no, I want to plant a garden that actually looks beautiful. I want to uh, uh, trim the hedges. You know, I want to take care of and uh-huh. to really uh-huh. enhance and make things even better. Uh, whereas it seems like make for it animals. Beautiful. Yeah. Animals, it's, it's all about um, efficiency utility. and utility. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, I, I actually think that by being in God's image and likeness, that this is another reflection of God's creativity. Right. This is analogous to God's creativity. That So he does things that are beautiful. He created... Mm. He creates. He he makes what he creates beautiful, and so that because we're in his image and likeness, yeah, we're we have that in, a, in an analogous way are are, are doing that as well, mm-hmm. making it and making it beautiful at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. Well, Father, I know that you have um, another appointment coming up soon. Is I there? Know. Are there any last thoughts about uh, humanity? Just this 
tiny, simple little topic. Or, that wait, or maybe <laughs> some, some, a small bit of advice on how people can regain their humanity. Well, oh, that's great. Well, I I, first I want to say, remember that when God created human beings, he created them not just good, but very good. Hmm. All right. So there's the, there we are good, and at the core of our being, we are good. And then we can screw it up. We can put dirt on our souls, and we can really kind of you know corrupt ourselves. But at the core of who we are, we are good. And I think if we remember that, then that will drive our our actions. It will drive how we see ourselves and how how we see ourselves. It, and how we see each other, mm-hmm. that we see the good in others and we're looking for the good in others. So I think that's, to me, that's the most important thing. The dignity, with the dignity, there's a goodness. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a, 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 not just a goodness, a very goodness. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, that's 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 my big thought there. So I love it. Yeah. Well, thanks guys for another episode. And holy smokes, we've kept it under 30 minutes. We haven't done this in months. So... God is good. All the time. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all once again for tuning in. Um, Special thanks. We had a couple people recently um, support us and give a couple donations to the show, which is extremely helpful, helping us to soundproof things. So thank you. Um, And until next time, Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Pray for us. God bless you all. Thanks again for tuning in. We would love for you to join the conversation that we started by sending us an email at vichimundum1633 at gmail.com or by connecting with us on Facebook and or Instagram. And while we love doing these podcasts, we really love hearing from and starting relationships with you even more. I also want to extend an invitation to you that if you like these shows and would like to see more produced by our parish, please feel free to support what we're doing. You can go to Our Lady of Mount Carmel's website and give online by designating your donation to Vichy Mundum. Monthly gifts are especially helpful. Finally, as a reminder, the views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the presenters alone, and they do not necessarily reflect the views of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church or the Catholic Diocese of Richmond. God bless you, and we look forward to talking with you soon.